You are now tuned into the Bridal Extravaganza Show. Getting married? We'll tell you how to do it, where to do it, everything you'll need to know. Chris Weiniger of Chris W. Photo. Hey. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So today we're talking about small business and maybe your business becoming a little bit more than just a small business. But if you can take me back, there was a time when you didn't own this business. Oh, uh, yes. What were you doing? I was a city planner for the city of Sugarland. <laughs> well, that is a beautifully planned city. Well, thank you. So, I was in charge of the tree committee. So the tree committee. I was from Austin, so they, I was the tree hugger that moved to Sugarland, so they put me in charge of anything green. That's, and how many years did you do that? Three years. And so during this time, were you a hobby photographer, or how did, how did the photography come about? Yeah, I had, um, when I was in college, I had already taken up photography. I had done some commercials and film work uh, in Austin um, as an actor, and I started taking a camera with me behind the scenes on a set, because you'd sit around all day sometimes, and sometimes there'd be celebrities there. So I would uh, just take candid shots in the background. And uh, the other actors that were on the set, I would take shots of them, and they would want the pictures to use for headshots. So I was like, hey, maybe I should do this. So I started doing headshots for actors in Austin. And uh, I was going to auditions as an actor and giving out my business cards as a photographer and getting more, <laughs> making more money doing the headshots than getting acting jobs. So I, uh, I went with that, and then I decided I would go to college and finish my degree in environmental science. Uh, along the way, I was making money doing headshots, so that was my job. But after I graduated, I knew I needed to get a real job, so I did that and with the city of Sugarland. So I, I was doing headshots and models, and the people at the city knew that I was a photographer, so they uh, asked me, a few people asked me to do their weddings. And I had never thought about wedding photography, and I, I I was like, hmm, I don't know, you know, I don't do that. And they're like, well, we'll give you $500. I'm like, okay. I do do that. <laughs> yeah, so I did a few weddings there, and then I thought, you know, this wasn't so bad, and I kind of liked the candid aspect of just, you know, shooting things as they were happening, and people were happy, and people were looked nice, and it was a lot of fun. I, I actually enjoyed it. So I thought, well, if I could get paid to do this, that would be awesome. So um, I had heard about the Bridal Extravaganza show, and I thought, what the heck? So I kind of threw together a booth. And you still had your full-time job? Yeah, I still had okay. my full-time job. And got my booth together and um, did the first show. And I had a pretty good response. So I, I did the second show and then, again, had a good response. And I decided to quit my job. So wow. the year after I did the bridal show, I quit my job, my day job. And it was perfect timing because I started getting a lot of engagement shoots to do during the week and bridal shoots. So it was, it was kind of, people at my job were, they, they saw me, I would disappeared a lot. So <laughs> You were checking on the trees. Yeah, I was. Now, was there, did you have any matrix set in place, like I have to have this many weddings on the books or this much revenue I know before I can really quit? Or did you just mm -hmm. jump? Yeah, good question. Once I booked enough weddings to equal my salary okay, for so the you year, were to equal your salary. Okay. Yeah, I I felt comfortable because for me it was no risk. I had things booked in advance. People book wedding stuff in advance, so right. um, it's really an easier changeover from another job where you don't really have a security 
blanket of knowing money's coming in. But with the weddings, you know, I had deposits. I knew these girls aren't going to cancel their wedding. So it was a more uh, secure way of making a transition over. That is a good point. Um, so it was nice. And then that, that first year, when I equaled my salary, I just went ahead and put my notice in. Oh, okay. So you, okay, once you saw that you were going to equal it, you know, you quit. Mm-hmm. Is that how you right. Okay, cool. Now, what about um, benefits? And were, was there anything else you were like scared to lose? Or you just said, this is it? No, I wasn't. I wasn't worried about that. I, I figured. I mean, if I'm making this much right now, the next year I'm going to book more than that. So, I'm. I was just worried about my salary going up. You know, and how many so, weddings are you up to in a year now? I do about fifty weddings a year, and that's been that way for the last seven years now. And would you say is that max capacity? I mean, that's a lot of weddings. Yeah, that's, that's pretty like much max. And I, I have. No, that's like one a weekend. Yeah, and you know, some are Friday, Saturday, some yeah. are Saturday, Sunday. Occasionally, I'll have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, and then you'll have a, a you always have a, a, a fluke month where you have like two or three weeks off, and you're it's like why? But you know, it just shifts around. But it always make you make up for it in another month. Um, but yeah, I stay busy, and I do enlist the help of some other assistants and editors sometimes when it when I get them all at one time. Like October, I have eight this this next month. So I'm going to have someone do some editing for me. So if I can do it myself, I do. But I don't like to make brides wait too long for things. So I, I'll, I'll subcontract um, my editing. So you've been in this business about 10 years or more doing the headshots. Can you talk about changes you've seen in technology and how you've adapted your business around that? Oh, wow, yeah. When I started, I was using film. Film. That was the major change. I'm sure most of our listeners do know what film is, but some of our young <laughs> listeners probably never have seen it. You're right. You're right. Film, uh, when you had to carry 20 rolls of film in your bag. Because you were afraid you might run out. And then and you, you had couldn't to, see the pictures. No, you couldn't see what it looked like when you were taking them. Wow. And you had 24 exposures. You had to change your film every 24. Um, it's crazy. But thinking about that and how you have to do a wedding and not know what the pictures were looking like is crazy. Yeah. But now with with digital it's been so so great for me um i do shoot mostly everything the way i want it to look i do minimal editing to the images but you can tweak things that take you to a different level um and correct things if you had a shot and just something happened with the with your light meter or something you have that backup of being able to edit it and create uh the image that you wanted so it's it's been amazing and there's so many different types of editing. You know, you've got photographers that do a really light, soft edit on their images, and you've got some that keep it dark and contrasty. So brides really have to look at photographers, not only, um, you know, see if they like the photographer, but do they like their editing style, and do they like their, their photography style posing to, to candidates. So there's a lot of research in there for, for brides to do. How would you describe your style? Um, my style is more candid. I'm 80, 80, 20, 80% candid, 20% post. Um, and I do, I like to pose a few of the shots. I like to get some classic pose shots, those shots that they've been timeless from the 20s, the 30s, the 40s. You know, a shot of a, a, of a couple facing each other, just looking at each other in a, in a beautiful setting with a nice background. And a, that's a classic photo that everybody's going to love. We photographers, we get tired of doing those simple classic poses and we we're like oh i've got to do something different but you know the couples they really love those and it's new to them 
Right, and it's their picture. So, yeah, and it's, it's their picture. So I always remember that, and I, I stick with those classics, and, do, and they don't take that long. Um, you don't have to spend an hour or you know, 30 minutes just posing people. I can get those classic poses done in about five minutes, and then after that it's candid stuff, which you, know, you want a little candid and you want a little pose, so it, it, you really have to mix up what you, you give to a client so, so it meets their needs, and you get to capture what you as an artist like as well. So you're true to yourself, and then you've got to think about your client. And as a tip for our listeners, if they're looking to hire a photographer, do you think it is enough to just look at a website that, that gives you enough of an understanding of your style and your editing as well? Looking at the website will tell you this is what, and a photographer's website should show his client what his, their photos are going to look like, mm -hmm. editing-wise. <clears throat> um, some photographers, you know, when you're younger, and when, I did the same thing, is you, you'll get carried away with some new editing process. Um, but what I learned was brides want consistency. They want your images to look consistent. So you don't want to do one style and then another wedding, do another style and throw in too many different artistic things. Um, brides want consistent, they want to know what to expect, what their weddings are going to look like. So looking at a photographer's website, their editing should be there and you'll see what yours are going to look like. Um, the only thing you won't get from a photographer's website is their personality. And that you need to talk to them over the phone or meet with them to get a sense of are they a positive, optimistic person? Are they going to be fun to be around that whole day? Or are they going to be, are they someone that's doing wedding photography that maybe shouldn't be? <laughs> you know, that's the thing is I, I used to bartend at a wedding venue in college and I saw a lot of photographers go through there and a bad attitude, just look like they're unhappy, just but you want a photographer that's going to have fun with everyone at your wedding and be a part of it and not be a, uh, something that's going to be a downer. You don't want a Debbie Downer. <laughs> so we're looking for a good personality and we're looking for good photos that you like and then editing mm -hmm. that you like, really, because mm -hmm. I can't right. say good or bad. If, right. it's, if it fits yeah, you, it's subjective. you can see yourself. If you can see yourself on that website. That's the way you, yeah, you yeah. want to be that girl or that bride. Mm -hmm. Cool. Any final business tips for our listeners out there? Is there something that really works for you, whether it be you use QuickBooks online or, or anything like that that's kind of, hey, I do this and it really works and it would work for you too in your business? Oh, wow. What really works? Organization. How do you keep yourself organized? <laughs> um, calendar. You know, I've just recently switched from a paper calendar to, my, to an online um, calendar. It is 2016, really? And you right. just left paper. I've always found wow. it comforting to have a paper calendar. Okay. And, and have everything and just flip it over and look. But uh, after losing that, you yes. realize you need a backup. Yes. So um, That's the fear. I, I agree and I would prefer uh, it, but the thought of losing it makes my digital. Yeah, right. But the digital is better because you don't have to cart that calendar around with you and, and you can pull it up on your phone. Uh, other than that, um, just trying to stay on top of your editing and your you know, the things, these, the brides, they want to be, they want you to be responsive and they, they're, they're waiting for images that they're so excited about. Yeah. And I, I hate the feeling of knowing someone's waiting for something they're really excited about and I'm just lollygagging around. So I, I'm a real stickler for jumping on my editing right away, getting it done. What about social media? Any opinions? Like, do you get upset when someone posts the bride before your pictures <laughs> or do you just not even look at that um no I don't I you know 
in this day and age, everybody has uh, electronic devices and everyone's taking pictures while I am, you know, and they're a lot darker and grainier. <laughs> and won't be edited. No, but uh, as long as my logo's not on it, I don't mind if they post it. <laughs> but, um, and then as far as I use social media, you know, I always put favorites up on Facebook, put a gallery. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't have kids, so I don't do a lot of the family stuff, the Facebook stuff, but I still post wedding pictures up, and I know people want to share those with their friends and family and that kind of thing. Um, and then I have, Insta I use Instagram for my weddings. I have an Instagram weddings, um, and then I have a, a personal Instagram that I put just other type of work on. Um, and then now Snapchat, I've, I've started that. Uh -huh. So I'm doing, uh, during shoots, I'm Snapchatting things. I think that's important that you stay up to date on current social media. Um, it's great for your business. And, and especially uh, if you're in the wedding industry, you know, you're, you know your brides are all over all those things. Yeah, yeah. So, so I try to stay current on that. Awesome. I've actually gotten into it. I like Snapchat now. How can our listeners reach you? Uh, my website, chriswphoto.com, and my contact information is on there. My website, uh, I have a contact button and my phone number. So well, we feel free. Thank you, and we wish you future success. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for joining us. All right. Are you an entrepreneur or small business owner who depends on the bridal industry to make a living? Do you just know you'd book more business if only more brides knew about your company? If so, you are invited to join over 350 regional companies at America's largest bridal show, the Bridal Extravaganza in Houston, Texas. Here, you'll meet face-to-face -face with engaged couples who are ready to book your product or service. Log on to www.bridalextravaganzashow.com today to learn more about our upcoming event.